Welcome to the number one rated talk show by literally dozens of people outside this room. Welcome to <laughs> AU Radio. With us this week, we got a usual roundtable of miscreants, starting with Corey Dunbar. That's not actually my name. It's on your driver's license. Oh, <laughs> it is? <laughs> Next up, we got George. I am that guy. That Go is ahead. my name. Yeah, well, I can get one right out of seven. Mm-hmm. Do your feet hurt? <laughs> no. Okay. Not today. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> that was an inside, inside, inside joke. And speaking of no idea what's going on, it's Ian. Hi. Hi. Uh, just I'm sorry, Ian. Working. No, it's okay. It's fine. I have a banana trophy on my desk at work, so everything's fine. <laughs> what? <laughs> that you just took? You're like, that one's mine. No, I gave him one like a month ago. Yeah, oh, you deserved made, it. You I made up the rule two. that you can't give them to podcast members then. And we got Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! First of all, second, we're a talk show now. Is that what we're? Uh, we are a little bit of everything. That's fair. We're a call-in show. We're a therapy show. Call-in, we're standing bit, by. A little bit Jerry Springer. We're Frazier. And the guy that makes us sound somewhat intelligent. It's Jason. Knock knock, Donnie. Who's there? You ought to know. You just introduced me, bro. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> and right. of course, I'm your plucky sidekick, Donnie. This is episode 66. Is it bigger than a bread box, Batman? <laughs> that's the episode title? That's the episode Real title. quick, since, since that's the title, and I want to be the first one to say it, Travis wants to know if you want the last copy with the Batawang in it. I will take a Batawang. Okay. <laughs> and with us this week, we actually have a guest in studio, live-ish. I guess we're live somewhere. I'm live. You're live. I'm live. Yeah. I, I so we've I, got Mick Strawn. I mean, I've spent the last half an hour trying to figure out if you guys are live, mm-hmm. and I'm still on the fence. Sure, he's still out. <laughs> yeah. um, he's author of Behind the Screams, Dream Masters Revealed, and... Uh, He's going to be here talking about the book and a little bit about TriFi and whatever else he wants to talk about. How yep. are you doing? Anything. Anything. I'm doing good. <laughs> Why don't you give us a little, a little history on uh, little history. who, who Mick is. On who I am. Well, let me tell you who I am. Uh, I, I, I've done, uh, I worked in movies back in the second golden age of horror. Agreed. <gasps> okay. So, and, and I... I have a very odd kind of Zelig-like uh, ability to have been in the great places at the great times, and I don't, I, I didn't even notice that until about four years ago. When like, I, oh wow, I, this was really I retired. Something. I retired, and I looked back and I said, well, "Look at that!" <laughs> <laughs> no, I did Nightmare on. I was the production designer on Nightmare on Elm Street three and four. I, I uh, also designed Leatherface. Uh, I. Uh, Designed Hercules, the TV series. Uh, I I did half of the design work on Mortal Kombat, uh, The Hidden. Um, I did effects work on um, uh, Ouija board. Nice. Uh, and uh, or it was called Witchboard. Yeah. Okay. Witchboard. Okay. Way way back in the day, uh, I did. Uh, uh, our direction on uh, Tales from the Dark Side, going way <laughs> way way back. Um, and um, I worked effects on Blade. Um, I and and I also spent ten years um, lying to people. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what what I did is uh, I, I had a company and, and we went in and we uh, <laughs> we did re- trailers for films that were so bad that you couldn't cut one out of their footage. Oh, that's so, awesome! And most of them were horror films. Oh, that I love that idea. <laughs> oh no, it's great because absolutely, you know, we were our purview wasn't even to particularly they 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 didn't even necessarily want to show us the films. Sometimes they <laughs> sometimes they showed us a couple of clips, and sometimes it was just like, ah, you guys, you guys know what you're doing. Just make it make it scary. You know, I don't mind lying professionally. I mean, hell, if you're in Hollywood, you have to get pretty used to it. You know, <laughs> it's, the job, right? <laughs> it's part of the job. No, really, it is. It's it's totally so, hard. So, uh, it's, it's stories like that and 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 stuff. What's in the book? Essentially, uh, this book is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Four. Oh, this, sweet. This Just is specifically. The, the, it's specifically one film. It's the making of Nightmare on Elm Street Four, which I was a very. Uh, 
Nightmare on Street 4 was this huge experience. I mean, we were uh, an awful lot of the crews coming off of Nightmare on Street 3. We had smoked everybody on Nightmare on Street 3. I mean, it was awesome. And now we were, we only had ourselves to beat, and everybody was go. Uh, they, you know, had a certain, the group, everybody was very young. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know moving forward and what we didn't realize at the time and, and it's probably the most el- interesting element of it is that this is really the end of an era. I mean, this is the end of an era that started in in the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. I mean, essentially, if you took somebody off of off of a film that was being done in 1934 and put them right on to one of our sets in 1988, there isn't anything in there that would be that would surprise them at all. I mean, basically, you you have all the right fittings. You have the the same big sounds, the same big cameras, the same development, the same enormous cranes. C stands were the same. You know, the the same device. Actually, the effects were basically the same too. I mean, you know, we had all been doing it exactly the same way. We were just kind of getting. We we like to say that you know we were kind of at the peak of it. I mean, we were doing everything. Mm-hmm. We had so many different effects and so many different styles of effects. We played with gravity and blood and water and everything you could possibly make a you can imagine in, in order to trick the eye. And and most of it was done right there in front of you, you know. Yeah. And and that's uh, that's what made that film special to me. Awesome. Uh, and that's why I wrote about it. So uh, what? So you you did that down there. What brought you up here, and how did you get involved with TriFi? Uh, grandchildren. Okay. And uh, TriFi, <laughs> it's it's interesting because the TriFi International Film Festival. Uh, I had gotten invited to a, a film festival in Boise, and somebody came up to me and goes, uh, "Hey, so you know, are you going to go to the TriFi Festival next week?" I was like, "The what? The TriFi International Film Festival?" I was like. That's a joke, right? <laughs> they go, no, no. A lot of the people that are competing here, are competing here, are competing there, and sure enough, and 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 the thing is, is I'm not sure that I 100 percent understood the nature of the Tri Five Film Festival or film festivals in general. To tell you the truth, I mean, I I've only spent like the last three or four years not inside of the business, mm-hmm. you know. So th- this the outside of the business thing is is kind of is really interesting to me i mean basically there are five thousand there are now about fifty thousand um festivals oh wow and and they're all across america and there's all these beans as um the cost of filming has come down so low i mean you you don't you don't develop your film you know your cameras are you can buy a, a decent enough camera for five thousand dollars. You know, you can rent the lenses. You can go out and you can make an, you know, you have more capacity in your damn pocket than we did in 1988 with a half million dollar camera package. Yeah, you know. So with that, um, there's all these young filmmakers that are kind of like, you know, coming out. I was going to say coming out of the woodwork, but they're 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 actually. I feel that they're actually forging a new, uh, a, a new look, a new way of dealing with uh, with storytelling, mm-hmm. and and the storytelling is is I, I mean right now our distribution system is in complete crumble. It, it's 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 in a complete mess. But I have a feeling that in ten to fifteen years there's going to be a new model. This twenty fifteen is very much like nineteen eight is twenty twenty. 18 reminds me of 1918 in terms of, you know, the, the leap that it's the, taken. The leap yeah. that it's taken. Yeah. That's I mean, cool. you know, th- th- their distribution was at the very, very beginning. And our distribution is, is you know, I mean, we're just touching on the, the, uh, the, the rags. I don't know what it's going to look like. You know, there's got to be some amazing stuff coming down the line. I mean, but in that, I have a feeling that these festivals are showing you some of the filmmakers that you're going to be applauding in 10, 15 that's years. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I like your viewpoint on that. That's neat. And they're going to be yeah. coming for And you know what? If you want to see those films, those films are going to be showing down here uh, at the Upland Upland Uptown. Theater, Uptown Theater. Yeah. Up, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm I'm from I'm from out of town. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sick. So uh, what? So what is the? Uh, 
where can where can folks find out about the uh, from, uh, the Tri Five Festival? Well, uh, I would imagine that they have a, a website, but okay. I, uh, I I wouldn't have gone to it. Okay, I just I, I mean you know the thing is is they're all over my phone. Yeah, these people yeah. are like they're driving me nuts. It's like. Right, right now, they, they, they're, oh, hey, did you make it to the podcast? Yeah, yeah, I'm here, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Tune uh, in to find out. I, I would suspect that if you went to uh, Tri-Cities uh, International Film Festival, you might be able to find it. Excellent. And, and you know what? There's, there. Excuse me. I'm talking here. <laughs> if you, <laughs> if you, if you're looking. <laughs> If you're looking for things to do on a weekend, my God, how good can it get? Right. I mean, yeah, you've got all these great uh, uh, new filmmakers uh, that are in competition, and uh, there's short films, there's long films, there's films from all across uh, all across Europe. Um, you know, I think that you should be there. And then, once you're there, I think that you ought to buy my book. <laughs> Do it. Which which we are going to have downstairs in the store. Behind the screens. <laughs> so cool. Look at this. This is a graphic. It's it it's a cross between uh, a graphic novel, uh, an autobiography, uh, and a bathroom reader. There you go. This should be Ooh. this should be on the backs of toilets everywhere, all across America. <laughs> nice. This, I have an interview with Robert England in here that is amazing. Nice. And and uh, I've heard a lot of people talk about the book and have said that the cool thing about it is is it is like uh, it's like people sitting down and talking about something that happened thirty years ago that are friends and they know and they they have all the same in. Uh, jokes and and in they know the same things so, yeah so going through it uh i interviewed people that you don't normally interview i have carpenters in here i have the production staff i have cameramen uh i have the composer i have so that's, so all this stuff all the stuff a film nerd would really dive into and the want prop, the prop master and his assistant that's excellent both are in here uh the the coordinator uh the stunt people um and if you think if you think things if you think doing this podcast is hard, you should have an interview with a stunt person sometime. Okay. <laughs> uh, we did actually. We had Patricia uh, Tallman on, yeah, who, who does stunt work now. Is it kind of like wood? Kind of like talking to a piece of wood? I, you know what? No, she was fantastic. R- really? she, yeah, was she was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I love you, Pat. But <laughs> but uh, I interviewed uh, forty five people for this, uh, including most of the effects people. Uh, and, and some of the effects stories are, are absolutely hilarious. And and by the way, to let you know what I did on this the show, I was the production designer. So everything that you see, uh, I either built, conceived, or uh, okayed for the most part. Even, awesome. Even a lot of the effects. So I so I I watched Nightmare Four last night to prep for this. Ooh, mm-hmm. and. Genuinely didn't come up with anything other than God, I love that movie. Oh, God, it's so <laughs> really, good. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, I tell you a couple things about it. Uh, um, the uh, the junkyard scene is all practical except for the very the very final spin up. Yeah, it's that's that we built that. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it <laughs> took six weeks, and we did it in the middle of you, you know it, as soon as you set out to do something like that. That phrase that never rains in California, it's completely out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. Oh, awesome. hey, you're welcome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk down with you and get you caught up with the books real quick. Okay, and then, great. Uh, and uh, that's our our trophy for every guest gets a banana trophy. <laughs> wow, I don't know what to say. I mean, literally, I, I don't know what to that's say. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> appropriate. Can you tell us uh, where can people find your podcast? Oh, you know what? I'm, I, I, and I have a podcast, too. Yeah, what? what's it called? What? It's called Dream Warrior Review, and it's kind of, um, it starts being a review, and then my cohort, my cohort, uh, co-host, uh, um, Kirk Thomas, usually keeps prodding me and doing things like this until I tell a story. You know, it's it, it, it can get ugly, but um, <laughs> it's always listenable somehow. Awesome. And uh, and my book is Behind the Screams. Go to behindthescreamsbook.com and you can order one. And um, 
I make appearances all over the area, and you should see me. Uh, I do a deconstructionist sort of presentation where we do I do clips of films that I've worked on, and we show them, and then I go through and I tell people what went wrong. Fun. And, that sounds fun. You know who went who went away in a hospital and and who became oh, famous. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so Donnie's gonna I dream of genius back into normalcy. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for that interesting interview there, Mick. Um, that was great. So we got some news going on today. I think we'll lead off with the uh, the title of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so Batman, that's not the title. <laughs> Batman Damned came out this week. Yes, it did. Um, if, for those of you that don't know, it's part of the DC Black storyline. Black Label. Black Label. Thank you. Good. And I'm sorry, that was a pop. End was me. I did that with the, my cheek. In really? the very first issue, Batman, for the very first time that I'm aware of, goes full Monty. And if anybody's going to be aware of it, it's you. It is. <laughs> I was. I found out like seconds after it hit the net because I got a Google alert. I'm like, oh, wait, wait, you have a Google alert set for your phone for bat penis? Bat wing. Pardon me. I'm sorry. Hanging out. Wing Manor. Manor. That's my favorite. That was Emily on that one. Hanging out in Wayne Manor. Yep. Good job, George. I don't know. That's Emily. That was hers. Um, we, we've been seeing his dick for years. That's true. Battling. Dick no, no. Grayson. Yeah, Nightwing. But now we know oh. his religion. Oh. We know which way he tucks. We knew that in 1966. He, he clearly doesn't tuck. Oh. Yeah. Touche. I'm a good Christian Southern lady. I don't need to hear all this. You want to see it? Take off your headphones. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, what, I, what was the context for... The, okay, so it, he had gotten a little beat up, and yep. he had just gotten back to the Batcave. Time to get he, his <laughs> out. It, well, he basically, he stripped off his uniform next to the Batmobile. He's walking away from the Batmobile, and in the shadow of the, the art, you can see the curvature of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> But what, I didn't know he was generous. as conservative as that. <laughs> well, because yeah. he does lean to the right. Right, he was leaning to the right. <laughs> so what I found interesting though was is they actually changed it for all digital print. Like uh-huh. if you bought a Kindle version or uh, ComicBook.com's yeah. copy or whatever, it was grayed out or it, it shadowed out completely. They should have went uh, shirtless bear fighter and just pixelized. Pixelized. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't Spider. wear underwear then? That would have been uh, like, just it, we're assuming he took it off with free ball? With the stuff. Well, this he wears latex. A, yeah, he wears right. a bat cod piece almost all the time. I don't know if he'd wear more support under that. Does but he use Batman the bat under suit? there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's got cooling technology in there. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> he's comfortable. Yeah. Cooling down. Oh, is. <laughs> wait, wait. So he went to Fox and was like, listen, <laughs> the suit's predominantly rubber. I'm going to need some sort of air conditioning. Yep. That, that's yep. canon. And Fox <laughs> handed him a jar of cornstarch and said, deal with it. <laughs> so now I've got a very Ross from Friends putting on the leather pants situation. <laughs> squeak, squeak, squeak. That is quite a situation. Oh. All on the bat pole. The entire time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even think of a well, bat pole. You got to think about it too. It has to be an intimidation factor, right? I mean, that suit is skin tight, and he's packing. Not really. Not no. No, I, I would say he was very bat average. He's a grower. <laughs> bat bat fridge. Mm-hmm. Bad fridge. I don't know. work on that. <laughs> But no, yeah, I was expecting more closer to the knee. It was <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day, he likes to work with gadgets more than anything. Mm. Uh, we can't put snap. any I, of I, this I, in. That's really, no, I, no, I knew no. that we are be. making so much work for Jason this week. I'm sorry, man. It, it, it really is just going to be mixed interview at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, you got to take a shot. Ah. <laughs> Jason came up that's, with a drinking game when that's I the say the Corey drinking game when I say, he says at the end of the day. <laughs> Only Ian has to drink. I didn't, I didn't know that that was a thing until you said it, but it totally broke the glass, and now that's all I can hear. <laughs> yes, sorry. So, in some some other Batman news, um, there was a rumor this week that Kit Harrington or Jon Snow, as many of you know him, is up for the role of Batman. No. You know nothing, John Batman. No, absolutely not. I, the the rest of the Batman stories I've got get considerably worse from here. So. <laughs> I refuse. So. Oh god. Silent- so we got the first look at Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker Wait, this week. I want to go back to John. I want to go back to John Snow for a second. Wait, 
he would he would then make Michael Keaton not the shortest Batman. Yes. <laughs> you ever that seen the, like yeah, five, You ever three. see the the photo of him with uh, uh, the Targaryen night woman? The the photo of those two together in Gwendolyn Christie. Christie, yeah, yeah. They're her Thank and then the the redhead that played Phoenix poorly. What? Oh, Sansa. Sansa. Sansa's her. Oh, but there's a job. three of them at like a red carpet event standing Sophie together. Kirk. And he's like two and a half feet shorter than everybody. Well, those <laughs> are two he's very tiny. tall women as, as well. Yeah. But it, it accentuates how it, little well, he just, is. Yeah. I don't there's, care there's how a lot tall of camera he is magic as long as he on. learns to shut his mouth. Because his whole acting is like, huh. This mouth is hanging open. <laughs> it makes me so crazy. Is it, is As it, an avid fan of that show, you're so right. I am. I am. I he, he's gotten he better. To, uh, like the first season, that's all it is. Yeah. He basically went to the Joey Tribbiani School of Acting. So. <laughs> <laughs> smell a bad smell? Mm, <laughs> noodle soup. Yes. Silent Hill sequel or nothing. You'll get nothing and like it. All Fair. right. <laughs> so, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh. All right, moving on. <laughs> He doesn't look like the Joker. He looks like the creepy old man next door in the Family Guy. He looks like Javier Bardem in Old Country for No Country How for Old Men. How dare you say that about Javier He looks like the bad guy from Lazy Town. <laughs> he looks like Willem Dafoe's lost brother. Yes. He looks like a shoe. Yes. Are we just taking turns now? Yeah. Yeah. I know you and I are left out of the loop here. I feel like we don't have a... The... As I, I saw that spinning out of control, I'm like, this is... I wanted to see how far it was going to go. Yeah. Well, I would say it looks like he should have some Werther's Originals in his pocket. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> Oh, take it candy from a Joker. <laughs> so they, they announced oh, no. that the Joker's real name, which we've never gotten it to this point. Which is not canon, because none of these movies are. Will be Arthur uh, Fleck, or... Affleck. Affleck. Uh, uh-huh. Oh my god. Yes, that happened. What a yeah, bunch of heads. Oh my yeah. god. In the final bit I don't, of... I don't have anything else I can say to that. No, no, that's, that's enough. I just why wouldn't you go with Jack Napier? Why would you make a whole new name? Yeah, yeah. right. That's so weird. Okay. Or Joe Chill, or yeah. we could go with dozens of Joker names we've <laughs> gone with over the years. <laughs> one, of the, one of the better Batman names. I love <laughs> Joe Chill. I know. <laughs> so the, they've also cast for the Thomas Wayne role, which I don't know why they're making such a big deal out of that particular role. Yeah, because he's actually Batman. Yeah. What? <gasps> no. yeah. Spoiler Brett, alert. <laughs> Brett Colin will be playing I Mr. Don't know Wayne. Who that is. Um he's that guy that you see in pretty much every movie. That and helps. well, when you see the picture you'll know who he is. But he uh played the senator in the Dark Knight Returns, so he's already been linked to the Bat universe at one point or another. And everybody's feverishly looking at their devices. Yep. I'm definitely looking that up because <laughs> I'm eh. Mm-hmm. Eh. Yeah. Exactly. It's Thomas guess, Wayne Jr. I guess. So, yeah, he's been cast. Um, in other DC news, they announced the Supergirl movie is going to be set in the 70s, which... <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> which, if, if, you're, if you're paying attention, that makes the Supergirl movie will be based in the 70s, the Wonder Woman movie will be based in the 80s, and Captain Marvel is going to be based in the 90s. Yep. So all three of our, our leading ladies are being placed in... The past. It's the escapism mm-hmm. of getting away from where we are right now. Yeah. yeah. To a better time, sort yep. of. Not really. Or they're not com- <laughs> Arguably. <laughs> some, get- so for some reasons. <laughs> I don't recognize that guy at all. He's, he plays bit parts <laughs> in everything. It's going to bring us yeah. a real variety of hairstyles through those three movies. Right. Oh. Speaking of, well, just talking about timelines and stuff, did everybody see the thing with Bob Iger? About taking responsibility for Star Wars and saying, "Hey, we did too much, too fast. We're going to slow down." Yes. I did. I've actually, yeah. yeah. So he uh, he announced that basically they're not going to totally can the the, the Star Wars universe, but they're going to slow it down to a much more reduced rate. Well, and within in production right now is JJ's Episode Nine, right, and then the Weiss uh, Benningham series, yeah. The, oh, the the TV show? No, they're no, doing no, they're no. doing the, films. Oh, the, Seth Rogen's doing the TV show, isn't he? Oh, no, oh, it's John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau. Sorry. Yeah. Wow, that would be totally different. <laughs> that's that's what what yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Preacher's dope. Yeah, preacher's it, awesome. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like Seth Rogen like you would think it would. You know, he's he's been doing a good job on making the t- the comic book TV shows because that's not the only one they've done either. Yeah, they're I think doing another. They're, they're working wait. on Invincible, I think. Yep. Yeah, what? Well, that's. That's yeah. going on Amazon. I right. think they decided it was going to be animated, didn't they? Yep. Yep. 
Interesting. Yeah, yeah that one's... So that his one. other <laughs> animated adventure we were discussing earlier being Sausage Party. The guy that did <laughs> Sausage Party is doing the Preacher Show. And it, yeah, it, it is, yeah. it's great. That sounds apropos. What? So it's, speaking of, of, of the Star Wars, um, I read a neat article this week that Ron Howard, Warwick Davis, George Lucas, and Kathleen Kennedy had met on the set of Solo to discuss a possible sequel to Willow. And they were what? all up for it. Oh, what? Yeah, I saw that. What? what, what <laughs> <laughs> what the hell just happened with you? She's thinking Sorry. of Val Kilmer. Get Val Kilmer That's on what the I was about right. to say. Yes. yes. Just, <laughs> that would be, oh my God. For me, that was the only real stumbling block in all of this is Mad Mardigan has really, really he, let himself go. I'd like like to so see him, different now. But I'd like oh to God. see him all let himself go still stuck in that body cage like when they find him at the beginning. <laughs> like just stumble across him again and he's like, hey guys. I'm your huckleberry. Let me down. Oh and God. Like, what, how again? Yeah, let's do Willow again, guys. That was a good idea the first time. Was it Ron Howard like nine when he directed that movie? <laughs> I think he's been like 63 his entire life. He, it's like he left Happy Days and he's been that same age ever since. You're forgetting the, the era of him on, on Andy Griffith. Yeah, man, Opie. Right, but after, I'm saying after Happy Days and oh. he lost his hair, he's been the same age ever since. Yeah, but he was, he was losing his hair when he was playing Richie Cunningham. That's true. <laughs> it's just like, he's still in high school. Yeah, but his hair says he's 46. <laughs> So the next Jurassic Park movie, they're talking about taking the dinosaurs to space. To space! Yes, I got it. Hell yes! <laughs> Called it. Yes. yes! Wow, that was a lot of oh, Oh, dude, finally. Can it, oh, yes. Okay. okay. Can okay. it be called Jurassic Space Force? No. Oh. <laughs> Nothing I really, I really so, thought you and George were going to high-five so can we, can, can, can we do a late high-five? My palms five? are way too sweaty. No, it's okay. okay, man. So are mine. There Aww. we go. That's can cool. we agree that anytime a franchise starts taking their characters to space, <laughs> it's exactly, a death nail? Hell that's exactly no. what I was going to say. Jason, there we go. There we go. Leprechaun 4. Right, but you also like crappy movies. That's why we're friends. That's true. That's true. So, in my favorite story, we got James Gunn news. Wait, what did you just wait? Wait, I want to know if it's going to be futuristic or modern day, and the dinosaurs just happen to get on like the space shuttle. Like one just wanders just on. Just sneaks in. Right, like it's on what, ISS. What if, what if, I just want an Easter egg where what, like a raptor accidentally f***s up the, the <laughs> air thing, and that's how gravity happens. I just want to see them try to use the controls with their little hands. Have you ever... <laughs> Have you ever seen the video the space shuttle's taken off and there's a toad stuck to one of the rocket oh, boosters? Yeah. Yep. And it takes oh, it's like it's just hanging it's on. It's hanging yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Donald Trump's penis. Oh! I hate wham, that. Wham, sorry. Wham, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we all are. I deserve that. Sorry. We all are. Uh, so, in our weekly James Gunn news... <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 3, um, they began reshoots this week for Avengers 4, calling in all of the Guardians of the Galaxy to reshoot scenes. Huh. Because... shown up. Because they're all going to die? Well, since everything's <laughs> been put on hold with that franchise, they've had to rewrite the entire, their part of the movie. Hmm. Mm hmm. Unfortunate. Well... And uh, Dave so just, is still pissed. I've, I've said this before, and I totally, you know, like I stick to it. I thought the the entire superhero movie genre had jumped the shark when I heard they were making Guardians of the Galaxy. When they first said, that's where we're going, I was like, done. That's so stupid. And mm -hmm. it's hands down my favorite part of the entire thing. I absolutely, well... Thor Ragnarok too, but that's you know it's it's all kind of in that same vein. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I caught myself. <laughs> Goddamn it! <laughs> I'm drinking. So, but with when it comes down to it, this can't be good for the Marvel universe. No, like I can't imagine Phase Fifteen or whatever it is next working out as well without it. It it was it's my issue with. Infinity War and Avengers and having everybody there entirely, you can't... If they had cut it down to maybe half of the people that were in it, it would be one thing. You can't have that many alpha male, alpha female, type A personalities and not have it clash. Yeah. And it... Say what you will about the movie, it wasn't the worst superhero movie I've ever seen. I cried oh, I 17 liked, times. I liked Infinity I loved it. Wars. 
mm-hmm. for it to you can't do it twice. It's not. I I say you can't do it. The th- the, the problem is you take all the wind out of the sails when you announce six years in advance Spider Man two. Yeah, and then kill him in the movie and actually expect it to have any sort of resonance. Right, but then. But then the brothers that I'm going to punch in the face if the I ever Russo meet Russo them, brothers. <laughs> if I'm going to hit them, um, they're like, oh, well, just because they're getting sequels doesn't mean they didn't die in the movie. <laughs> like, shut up. Yeah, yes, it does. Dumb. In other news, Avengers 4 <laughs> plot leak this week. The whole movie is going to be based on time travel. They talked about that a long time that. ago. Yeah, but the actual plot, there was an actual <laughs> plot leak this week. Corey just saw a ghost. <laughs> My daughter is not a ghost. <laughs> but the creepy broom thing with the eyes she was waving around could be. Oh. That's her head, Corey. <laughs> I pictured her as shorter. I'm sorry. But so basically, for those who have or have not seen Ant-Man yet, it's going to rely heavily on how that movie left off. Oh, okay. That makes mm-hmm. That's cool. So, I like that. Yeah. Which I finally got to see it this weekend. Marvelous movie. I I, marvelous. I actually went to go see that twice in theaters. I went to go with Rachel, and then uh, we took my dad, too. It's yeah. good stuff. My little boy was oh. like, I love this movie. This was amazing. So, actually, yeah. My little boy said that about Rampage. So <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> Rampage was amazing. Shut up. I, I love that movie. <laughs> but again, I like crap, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> I like watching Dwayne Johnson's feed of his cheat days when it's just like an entire plate of brownies that he eats. <laughs> Plus that's, that's your favorite Dwayne oh. the Rock Johnson movie? Pretty it's much. Him eating. Pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. You I get like, to live I, vicariously through him like, I could eat an entire plate of brownies. <laughs> that's my type of workout. My husband does. It's gross to watch in real I life. didn't understand oh. those were cheat days. I've been following that routine <laughs> for a year. Mm. Well, he has to eat. He also works out, though. That's the second part. Yeah. He doesn't tweet that. I know. How are we supposed to yes, know? He does. <laughs> You're right. Brian Singer is in talks to direct Red Sonia. Oh mm, no! Since they took the X Men franchise from him, <laughs> did you oh. did you hear this week? I did about who's taken over that franchise. I did who's that? <laughs> I haven't. Seth Rogen. I don't remember. His name. <laughs> Gary Busey. <laughs> Kevin Feige. Yes, that's one. Oh yeah, that's right. I can never get his name right. There's yeah, too many vowels and a consonant. Is and he related to Paul? Don't, don't he's the one me. that's been doing all he's been in charge of all the Marvel stuff mm-hmm. okay. oh okay yeah, that, cool but they handed Marvel. him the X-Men franchise and there was a picture of Fantastic Four with it although it did, the article said nothing about the Fantastic don't do Four it. don't do it I, I'm just telling you that's what it was reported um also, in some DC news, uh, Alan Heinberg, who was the creator of uh, Young Avengers, will be making a superheroine TV show for ABC. Cool. Which they're <laughs> like, this is going to be the first superheroine TV show, and I, my math might be a little off, but... I thought that was Marvel. This is Marvel. When you said DC news. Oh, I meant Marvel. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, Wait. it's on ABC. It's okay. going to be Marvel. I was getting yep. confused. What is the show? It, they they you haven't have named it, it yet. They said it's going to be oh, okay. a C-list heroine. So they're thinking Ow, either... They're so like, it's, it's cut with oh. like, like flour or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what, what are they yeah. cut heroin with. But they're thinking maybe either... Uh, Miss Marvel, uh, uh, Kamala Khan. No, that, ooh, that would no. Be awesome. no, I bet you they're going to save her for movies. Yeah, I don't know that for sure, I mean, they, yeah. but the uh, female uh, Hawkeye. Kate Bishop. That one. Yes, yeah, I love her. That that those two were the top two. They're not. They're not thinking even high enough up the the the, the ladder to be like She Hulk level character. <gasps> it's going to be a really low level character. Oh, when so. am I getting my She Hulk movie? <laughs> Never. When they Ooh, does it the not does it make you angry, Katie? <laughs> <laughs> we don't like her when she's angry. I Nobody do. likes me when I'm not angry. You know what we do like, Corey? <gasps> Corners. Hey, George. Oh, hello, Corey. <laughs> How, how's, how's everybody doing this week? I, I got to tell you, I did steal your little segue there. Oh, did you? <laughs> totally did. That's cool. Hey, I, it's a uh, it's, uh, public license, uh, public uh, domain. There you okay, go. Yeah, it's, it's old enough. You can use that. Don't tell people. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah, we got a bunch of comics. We got a bunch of comics late this week, so not as many of them have been read at this point as we would have ideally gotten to. But that's what tomorrow's podcast is for, <laughs> which is <laughs> what, full deep dive tomorrow. Yes. Travis is away right now, feverishly reading in a back room. Yes, yes, <laughs> chained to a desk. 
chained, uh, indeed. He's chained like cows, <laughs> whatever. So some, uh, some, uh, there's some fun comics out. Uh, the first one I actually didn't know uh, was even happening until today. You know what? D- Derek texted me last night and was like, "Dude, tell me you got Dick Tracy issue one." I'm like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." Shout out to Derek because he's the one that uh, that that told me about this, and it's done by uh, Mike Allred, who is a phenomenally great writer and artist. Um, uh, Mike Allred is writing it, and Rich Tommaso of recent Spy Seal fame and notoriety <laughs> is the artist. Allred did Madman, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. yep. And yep. then and then the art by uh, Spy Seal and what was the other one? Dry County? Yes, yeah, the more recently, the Dry County run that he just, uh, just wrapped up, and the trade came out last week. Uh, so it's probably going to be, you know, fun for Dick Tracy fans to get, you know, a throwback comic, but also it looks, it looks really good. It's like a kind of a crime noir thing with Rich Tommaso's style on it. It's, I haven't cracked the cover yet, but I'm going to be really disappointed if Breathless Mahoney hasn't in it. (laughs) Fair enough. That's my banana joke for you today. You guys, (laughs) this episode has had a lot of... <laughs> His name was Mick. Mick. Oh. <laughs> Mick Tracy. <laughs> uh, moving on. Moving on. Another new one. Sorry, George. It's all good. Sorry. Another new one. Uh, Travis was telling me about this one uh, called the Burnouts. He sent a page of this to the the group chat last night. It looks amazing. So it's a it's a high school uh, you know science fiction thing where um, this group of of burnouts the eponymous group of uh, kids um, see an alien invasion happening at their school at a party because they're high. <laughs> and nobody else can see it because nobody else is high. It's but they live with weed. It's fantastic. <laughs> yep. It's pretty great. So I, I'm actually really looking forward to read this. Uh, another uh, continuing issue in the Bloodborne series. Pathogen. Uh, with a crazy cover by the one and only Tradmore. Uh, who has drawn this horrifying, like, dragon-style monster that's in the style of Bloodborne's characters and things like that. Uh, Crazy line work. Anyways, it's uh, continuing on, and uh, it was originally only going to be a four-issue miniseries, so now the the fact that we have a number five and it's going to keep going is awesome news for anybody that's a fan. Um, And it looks like they are taking it in a slightly different direction. The first four issues were the first bit, and now it's uh, telling a new story. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) From, From the good old Oni Press, we got... Uh, Rick and Morty special featuring Sleepy Gary. The covers Aww. for that are so good. <laughs> I love Sleepy Gary. Me too. <laughs> Even though he's a brain parasite creature monster thing, it's Aren't still we all? yeah. We I are. We talk really about, are. I know. Real quick, I, I know you set this one off to the side. Sure, but I want to talk about how this cover tricked me and how mad I was when I got over to the rack. Go ahead. You, you look over the. It's uh, a fantastic year, Franklin Richards, um, which is. Reed Richards' son. Yeah, Reed's son. Uh, and it's got a kind of, well, it's got a Calvin and Hobbes-ish cover to it. <laughs> yes, it does. With a little blonde kid with a big old grin on his face flying in a jetpack. And I walked in from the cafe and I looked over at the comic wall and I was like, oh, what is that? And I ran over to it and realized what it was. And I was like, shut up, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> They've been Dude. doing that for years with that character, haven't Dude, they? They, they, they? never. Have. I so, never, I, I don't follow Fantastic Four at all. So I well, don't no, know. They, they do. It, it's a kid series. Yeah. This is a collection of some of the best Franklin Richards story okay. that they have done. It's an absolutely adorable yeah. comic from what I looked at it, but I was just they mad actually, that they tricked me. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they bring back Robbie the Robot for it. Right. And... They didn't trick you, though. It's straight up Calvin and Hobbes no, style Fantastic no, it, Four comics. it totally is, yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, so this, this is out. It's a special. We got a bunch of copies of it downstairs. Um, this is a great one to give to any kids that might potentially be interested. Or if you like the Fantastic Four and want a nostalgic Calvin and Hobbes kick, it's, uh, it's a big fat comic. Nobody likes Fantastic Four. Nobody so, does. Yeah. Wait, I, I, I don't want to derail this, but Fantastic Four topped August sales with over 370,000 units sold. That was a good what? first issue. I guess I'll eat my hat. I liked the first <laughs> issue. I'm not a Fantastic Four fan. I Agreed. I, I had to reread it three times to make sure I read the article right. That Because <laughs> I don't think Marvel's moved that many units of any one comic in a while. Every once in a while, they so do. A bunch of people Every like, once in a Johnny while. Johnny Storm is back. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Always give the people what they want. Right? Uh, yeah. And speaking of Marvel and things returning, we have the return of Wolverine. <laughs> Woot. He's been he's been coming back for a while, but now he's got hot claws. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go on. What? Is that what we're calling it? Have now? we all have we all not heard of the hot, hot claws? claws. <laughs> hot claws. 
Look, just look. What is that slang? Just for? look. No. Wait, yeah, it's just it's look. exactly what it says. Those are hot claws. Oh god. His claws can go molten lava style now. Apparently, is it just based on his? Rage? And if you're interested, uh, we have no four different covers for that comic. That's dumb. <laughs> so on, on page one, you see Wolverine in his hot claws, yep. and then on the second page, there's a there's a tiger uh, trying to climb out of a cage. And that is a, that is a saber tooth. Saber tooth. It's a tiger. It's a saber tooth tiger. Yeah. There's Who's his tigers. enemy? Read a comic book, George. Shut up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Whose comics corner is this? <laughs> he has a point. I I recuse myself. I apologize. <laughs> no, you're fine. I'll make sure to say saber tooth tiger next time. The comic looks really. Beautiful though. Yeah, it's, so Steve McNiven, who is uh, basically their stable Wolverine artist, whenever they have a big event involving him, they almost always go for that artist, and it makes sense because he draws Wolverine comics really, really well. You rushed in today to grab comics to read just mm-hmm. in, just for Comics Corner. Did you grab anything that? You oh no, to? I don't. Well, well, I don't know what George is going to talk about. Uh, I'm getting close to the end. Is there oh. anything you want to show? I, you probably read that one, I would imagine. Yeah, Life of Captain Marvel. I haven't read it yet. What did you think? Well, how many people have been reading it? I think I, I got the first issue. The first issue. I got the first two. I haven't. I haven't picked this one up okay. yet. Okay. Well, this one is really tonally different. Oh, than okay. Any of the last Captain Marvel comics of the last, I would say, four years. Sure. So that it, she goes back home. Mm-hmm. She's kind of a. It's a darker story. I read up to issue two. I haven't read which number three pe- yet. Yeah, which some people had a problem with, but I'm really liking it because. Carol's been in space, hunching aliens and doing giant events for a long time, and it's been really well, kind of boring. All? Yeah, so <laughs> it's nice to see a story about her for her. For sure, yeah. So and it's, it def- a, it's really good. It's given her, it's grounding her emotionally very much. So like she's going yes. through some very real like everyday like human. Yeah, stuff. I think they're doing it so as a lead in since we are going to get the Captain Marvel movie. Right. Right. Um. To kind of familiarize fans with every part of her background, because it also looks like they're going to be redoing a little bit of her backstory, which just like the movie is going to. So gotcha. I wonder if the two are going to line up or what's going to happen. So. Nice. I've really enjoyed that one so far. Wait, I was waiting for Jason's commentary on timelines and comic books. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to hold in. I, Nobody's complaining, f- not outwardly at least. I'm trying to figure out where Wolverine got hot claws from. <laughs> Dude, you're going to have to tune in to find out because oh. I don't know yet. Yeah. Who's the so, nail shop? Tom, yeah. Tom okay. Taylor, there who, you go. who is doing all new Wolverine with Laura, yeah. he was on Twitter yesterday just... Oh. He was just going after everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, male Wolverine. I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I know. He was just like, I just can't see it. No, no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nonsense. I love that. It, it was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few more to rattle off. Um, we were... We're on part four of four of a Hit Girl comic story arc called Canada, which is what makes me realize that it only makes sense that Jeff Lemire is writing this, apparently. (laughs) Because apparently Mark Millar is not the one who's writing uh, his own comics right now, uh, at least his properties. There's somebody else writing Kick-Ass. There was a new issue out downstairs of that one. Um, And then Jeff Lemire and the one and only Eduardo Riso on the art, who you might know from 100 Bullets and a bunch of stuff that he did with Brian Azzarello coming back around to everybody in the comic industry working with each other all the time because Batman Damned was out by Brian Azzarello this week. Yeah. Anyways. Battle um, So yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> uh, so that's out, um, which I'm sure there will be a collected edition to follow soon. If the Battle Wang is out. <laughs> yep. Oh, sorry. I, I heard that, that they're not going to... <laughs> that they're going to um, take it out in all... F- um, printings after this one. Too. Yeah, if they, I'm sure because the first printing is out, it's gone. Mm-hmm. The print copies of the Batwing yep. are in the world, and if that, you didn't get one, they're probably all gone. Yeah, by that the time explain why they they've already done the digital copies that way too. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So what, what is the point then? I ask you. I don't. Yeah, right. What What is the point of having an edgy like, black? We lazy need thing? more in comics, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Come you're, on, DC, don't back down. You're not wrong. <laughs> they did Watchmen. Yeah. Come on now. We're used it's to true, this. This right? is I know. Seriously. <sighs> eh. Anyway, anyways, anyway, sorry, <laughs> derailed by that. No, Bat it's fine. Again. I, I w- did you bring up Watchmen? Is that what that was? Yes. Okay, I, I missed it. I'm sorry. Sorry. Quick little Watchmen tidbit. Ooh. Oh, Trent, Reznor, Trent Reznor and Atticus what? Finch. Voss. Atticus Finch. <laughs> Let him get through his story. We'll be providing the music to the Watchmen TV series. Really? So. Yes. Awesome. <gasps> they have done some amazing composing together. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I yeah, I'm, I'm excited like that for that. I feel like that series is going to be such a mess. It's, it's either going to be amazing television yeah, nope, or it's right. going to be a train wreck from it, or episode I'm gonna, one. Like, 
there's, there's no middle ground for this one. <laughs> so you know what's funny is yeah. I have this weird like uh, you know uh, rose colored glasses looking back on the movie. I really really liked the movie when I, I saw loved it. The movie. I loved the movie. I, I will fight people over. That. I own the movie and I should have had the squid for some reason. God. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I can't bring myself to watch it because I'm really terrified it's not going to be as good George as I remember. Shirt says movie, that. Not to do it real is. I want that shirt. That is well, going to the theater and watching that movie is one of my favorite memories with my mom because that movie came out when I was like 13, 14 and she was like, oh, I'll go watch this movie oh, no. with my girl, oh, no. with my daughter oh, who God. likes superhero movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How'd that go? She's Watchmen and she's horrified. Her eyes are so, she's like jokingly trying to cover my eyes and I'm like, mom, it's not a big deal. Stop. Just um, a penis. If I remember, <laughs> I remember it was kind of a big deal. On IMAX it was. <laughs> Oh. Anyway, the, the title of this episode is something else. No. Yeah. Why? <laughs> anyway, yeah. George, we, Holden, we she just... said the real money is in <laughs> jokes. <laughs> Do you have anything else for Comics Corner, George? Finally, we got a new ice cream man. <laughs> uh, issue number seven, and it's continuing at just like uh, from issue one and onward. It's been doing the vignette short story. Uh, every single issue is a different story. And they have continued to be disturbing, kind of funny, uh, heartbreaking, horrifying. They go all over the place. I really got to give that another read because I hated the first issue so much. It changes so much from issue to issue. It really does. Where's your issue of Hellboy? Oh, hey, you... You, I was trying to sneak a week by where I didn't mention Hellboy, but here I am mentioning Hellboy because it got brought up. <laughs> but uh, no, no, there wasn't actually a super significant release of Hellboy this week, so it's uh, you get a pass this week, buddy. Take a break. <laughs> uh, last couple of notables on my end, although feel free to chime in with a couple. Um, <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, Skyward Volume 1 from Image Comics, um, which the elevator pitch is, one day, Earth, gravity on Earth suddenly became a fraction of what it is now, and the world that came... Uh, it takes place like 20 years later after that event happens. Um, and uh, the the anniversary is called G-Day of when of when gravity was lost in the world. And basically uh, <laughs> oh, no. everybody's just been flying around for a long time. And it's got a crazy sci-fi uh, uh, playing around with that. Uh, Lee Gabray on the artwork and Joe Henderson, who is apparently a showrunner of Netflix's Lucifer on the writing. Cool. So, Allegedly. Huh. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> That uh, show should that not was work. Last week's episode, Corey. <laughs> oh no! Stop living in the past. Uh, and then Skybound. Uh, sorry, not Skybound. Skyborn uh, from Boom Comics, uh, drawn and written by Frank Cho. Ooh! <gasps> gimme, 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 gimme! Actually, Which, don't. I'm sick. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it was uh, just a, a miniseries, uh, uh, sci-fi kind of fantasy-style story that I started reading for sure, and then it took a really, really long time for it to come out, so I kind of fell off on it. And here it is in a big, glorious hardcover. Cool. So, if we want to hear more in-depth conversation about comics, where can we do that, George? I mean, you know, the internet somewhere, <laughs> or or on this same feed of podcasts, <laughs> and probably just probably just one above where this is, possibly two. If you accidentally click on the underground files, do that first and then move on to us but uh yeah we're starting to get other podcasts in the mix as well the underground what the underground files it's a new conspiracy theory podcast uh put out by the au radio production company holy cow where can we find that (gasps) right here it's uh or or, you know up one or down one from where you clicked on this to listen to this thing (laughs) this is how podcasts work it's like we're all uh digital neighbors there donna so the skyborne is at the end of the day, it's Rasputin fights Liberty Meadows with some dragons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, do, I have no idea. <laughs> I love everything you just said. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. Cool. Well, thank you, George. Yeah, thank you, everybody. So, a couple quick other news stories. We got Patrick Stewart will be playing Bosley in Charlie's Angels. That's, awesome. That's yeah. fine. Such a good <laughs> I make such it a good so <laughs> so I'm starting to get a little worried that he's had a, either a nasty divorce or so oh yeah, all of a sudden he's coming back for all these projects that just don't make any sense. So. I, he's no, getting that, all the gettings good, man. He's I, one of those old guys that can keep going, and he's taking advantage of it while he still can. Good, on I'm him. just praying that means there's an Ian McKellen cameo in it. Oh, that <laughs> would be lovely. That would because if, if I, Ian I would McKellen watch a travel was Charlie, show with those two actually. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, dude! Right, for sure. just those two guys uh, just traveling around the world. I would watch dude, that show. Did you get? Did you anybody see the the teaser trailer for the last season of Parts Unknown with Anthony Bourdain? No. <laughs> so, 
uh, we posted it. The travel show made me think of it. Uh, he took a comedian. I can't remember his name, which comedian it was, but the, he took him to, I believe it was Nairobi. And uh, they were going around, and it was basically him just talking about the experience of traveling with Anthony Bourdain. Mm. And by the end of it, three minutes, uh, 12 seconds, crying like somebody has taken away my favorite lollipop and skinned my knee at the same time. Uh, it's going to be a rough season to watch, but it's going to be awesome, I think. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way to bring the room down, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's going to be a live Avatar the Airbender series on Netflix coming up? Live action, not... With the creators live. on board. <laughs> With the creators of the original series, not in Night <laughs> the Bed. Very important point there. <laughs> I'm so excited, you guys. They're going to pronounce everything right this time. Mm-hmm. Ong. No, <laughs> shut up. Shut your face, I'll sneeze on you. The bat ang Fine, screw you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> right. So the Defenders, there will be no season two, and the way everybody found out was Netflix went on to Facebook, changed the Defenders page to something called NX, and didn't let anybody know. They just changed the, the, the name of the page. It's now NX, a geek-friendly division of genre content. Wow. Yeah, and that's how everybody found out there would not be a Defenders 2 ever. Is There was no official announcement. It was just in the middle of the night. Netflix went in, changed the page name. Stay classy, Netflix. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> wow. In other Marvel news, there is going to be a Loki and Scarlet Witch television show on the D- the Disney streaming network that's coming out. Cartoon uh, and live action. Live action. Bringing Ooh. back both of the actors. What? What? The ro- yes. So I thought those Ols- were just rumors, not no, confirmed. No, no, no. That was confirmed. And uh, Tom Hiddleston was quite happy about it, apparently. Really? So. Interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. Huh. Which, yeah, exactly. That was my face when I read it. I'm like, huh. Uh, all right. I'll give it a shot. I didn't think. Mm, nope, yeah, I'd watch mind. the hell out of a Loki show. I would. Yeah, like, I think totally. that'd be rad. Jordan Peele has officially, officially been announced as the new host of The Twilight Zone. <gasps> I can get behind that. That's yeah. awesome. It's going to be That's so good. Oh, dude. Nice. I can't wait until he submits for <laughs> What my... else? He just took on something else, too. Yes, he did. Or he's in. he's trying to get something done. Um... Oh, it was last week. Hold on. <laughs> Back to the show notes? It wasn't Blade, was it? Never saw that. No, he was trying to bring back something from the 80s. Yeah, uh, oh, it was a classic horror Bringing film. back Candyman. That's right. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, my God. Tony Todd, by the way. I was screaming oh my God. in my headset. I'm that's so what you, sorry. That's what you get for not being here. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> and, I, and I said that. I was like... Ian is freaking out right now. We don't know it. I'm yeah. so sorry. It's okay. Sorry, Tony. Be, speaking of which, call Tony and let's see what's up. No. Why? Because <laughs> he won't answer my calls. Oh. Will he answer Greg's? Yes. Okay, we'll call Greg. Actually, no. I'll call Greg. Hi. Because oh. I will freak out when he gets in here. Do you have any idea who you are? I'll just shoot bees at you. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's worth it. Bees! <laughs> and the last little bit of news I got is um, Veronica Mars' revival yeah. is a go on Hulu. Really? Oh, my God. Yep. Huh. Yep. So, cool. There, it's going to be eight <laughs> one-hour episodes oh, wow. for the first run. And depending on how that goes. Can they have an entire episode dedicated to nothing but her dad? I would love that. He was my favorite character on that show. How is Veronica not your favorite? (laughs) Him in the Kickstarter video for the movie was the most priceless thing ever. As if he had not broken character in 10 years. I know. So good. good. I love how clearly that cast just became a family and will just be that way forever and always. Yep. I, I think we, we love on that show a lot when it gets brought up. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah. phenomenal. It is. It's the best. Even even the horrible season three is great. Yeah. <laughs> I like season three. It's garbage. Or that, but well, it's great. <laughs> or that, that, that pilot for season four that never made then it. I know. Where she's an FBI agent. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no. Oh, and birthdays this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about Veronica Mars I now. couldn't care less about Veronica Mars, but <laughs> Sophia Loren Second. turns 84. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is kind of a weird birthday week. George R.R. R. Martin is turning 70. Really? Ooh. 70? I'm amazed we'll he made it there. We'll never get the end of those books. <laughs> Not ever. We're no. getting the next one. Sure. <laughs> Someday. Sure. Somewhere out <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Don't fivel this. <laughs> no, I think it's appropriate. Yeah, okay. but we can't afford the licensing. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah you're right. Stephen King is turning 71. Hey, I, did you Stephen guys talk Stephen King is a year older than George R. R. Martin? Yeah, and he looks great. Not physically, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you guys talk about uh, it too doing the ritual of Chud? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I won't go into it. I'm just amazed. Uh, Bill Murray, 68, which, yeah, going with the crazy ages. Um, <laughs> Faith Hill's turning 51. Ricky Lake is 50. <laughs> Jeremy yeah. Irons is what? 70. And Jimmy Fallon is turning 44. Happy birthday, everybody! Yeah. Birthday. Do we have anybody? Any? We don't have any birthdays this week within in store, do we? Oh, we what, don't you have a kid this week having a birthday? It seems like you have a kid every week in September having a birthday. It's no, like. there's only three in September. We had a raised hand. <laughs> yes, I'm turning 25 on Tuesday. <gasps> ah! That's next week. It's before we record <laughs> oh next, gosh. rude. It's still next week. <laughs> Oh. Are you gonna Are you gonna bring her a salsa Salty. cheesecake? What, what? Salsa cheesecake? No. You get a regular cheesecake on your birthday. What do you want? I heard I a salt know. cheesecake. <gasps> I said salsa. Okay, yeah. Ew. No. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That does not sound good. Matcha. I don't know. Ooh, a challenge. The gauntlet has been thrown. <gasps> what the. <laughs> matcha, green, green tea. Is, green isn't tea? that the kick that Rusev does? The matcha kick? <laughs> yes. What the hell is that? That is the cheesecake I want. <laughs> I, can get, I can get a Rusev uh, uh, Speedo and. Oh, gosh. Oh. So the last. I, Challenge you know, accepted. My, the, the, we will not accept this cheesecake unless you make it in a Speedo, Donnie. <laughs> what I of, will film this. What yes. my favorite, I am not eating that cheesecake. <laughs> one of my favorite cheesecakes. I'm not, ever, not eating it. <laughs> One of my hey, fav- somebody let the not birthday girl talk. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite cheesecakes you ever did was uh, the Tide Pod cheesecake. And that was just you winging it and experimenting it. So surprised me. What, wanging it? Oh, wing. wing sorry. Come on. Salty cheesecake. Full circle. Yep. <laughs> Jerk. Uh, oh my God. Oh I'm still God. stuck on hey, a salt cheesecake. <laughs> so, hey, um, this Saturday coming up, you can meet all of us at the Three Rivers Tattoo Convention. <laughs> I don't know if anybody wants to after this. I know. <laughs> but if you were the first person to come up to our table and tell us you heard on the show about the interview with Mick Strawn, you can get an autographed copy of his book from us. So make sure you come on up, say hi to us. Tell us that you listen to this rubbish. <laughs> uh, Donnie went and got uh, some pretty dope swag for everybody, too. Buttons and stickers. And yeah. yeah. They're beautiful. Thank you, Donnie. Yeah, they're really, mm-hmm. really cool. Thank you. Oh, I haven't given George any yet. I'm sorry, George. It's okay. No, you can come to the end of the show. I'll, I'll just go buy the pop, the Eeyore pop figure downstairs. <laughs> I was going to say, you sounded like Eeyore. Okay. Get out of my brain. Okay. So, Jason, thank you for being whatever the heck this was this week. This um, was this was a thing. I'm trying, Donnie. I, I, I love you for it, Jason. Thank, thank you. you for showing up. <laughs> thank you for putting up with this nonsense. And, Katie, when can we listen to the next conspiracy corner uh, not a corner oh, <laughs> wow underground files yeah, we've rebranded Don. sorry it, it, <laughs> I heard the name a thousand times up until last week and then we switched gears real quick so the underground files we didn't want everything to be a corner <laughs> we'd run out eventually you know there's nothing wrong with geometry <laughs> I, I love geometry but this is not a geodesic dome good lord Actually, what? what we should we be talk. Rec- we'll talk about um, this later. I'll, I'll bond it. Yeah, at the very latest, this Saturday morning. Actually, awesome. well, sometime Saturday. Sometime we'll hope. Sometime, <laughs> sometime we record this on weekend. we record on Friday. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll get weekend. that up. I, I'm trying to be better about getting it up onto the face page thing. <laughs> Thank well, you so much I'm if you've you made it this that, far. <laughs> Emily, how you doing? Doing great. Thanks for showing up. No problem. <laughs> Ian. Donnie. Ian. Donnie. Ian. George. Ian. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> Thank you, Donnie. I had my eyes closed. That freaked me out. <laughs> I don't just know like what you. just happened. Yeah. Mm. George. Happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Yeah. And Corey. I'm sorry. My sincerest apologies. <laughs> With that, folks, we are out of here. Nothing can kill the gross. Can kill the gross. You've been listening to AU Radio. Music is provided by Cubby and Bensound.com. Views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Adventures Underground. AU Radio Podcast is a production of Adventures Underground. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.
If you'd like to contact the show, find us on Twitter at AU underscore radio, Facebook at AU Radio Podcast, or send us some electronic mail at podcast at advunderground.com. And remember, you can support this show and all the shows coming on AU Radio by becoming a patron of the AU Radio Network. Find us on Patreon as AU Radio at Adventures Underground. You can help us create this podcast and soon several others with as little as $1 a month. Thanks for listening to AU Radio. 